Happy NLP weekend uh, revolution. I really love NLP. It is probably my favorite modality. Um, you know, I love hypnosis. I think that has its place. I love Reiki. I think that has its place. I love traditional kind of coaching and, and talk therapy. That definitely has its place. But man, NLP, I don't know that, that I would love the encompassing work of what I do without NLP. So again, just to uh, re-anchor it back in, NLP is Neuro Linguistics Programming. So it is how we train the brain based on our language. So this weekend I want to talk to you guys about a core, um, a core principle within NLP, which is belief change. We want to, you know, everyone has these um, inherent beliefs that they got from themselves, they got from, um, you know, friends in fourth grade, they got from a caretaker who uh, was kind or wasn't kind, right? We can have great uh, beliefs about ourselves, and then we can have limiting beliefs about ourselves. But all of us have a core belief um, system. And the great beliefs are wonderful, right? If if we grow up and our friends or our family or those in our circle are telling us that we are compassionate and we're a good friend and we do good works in the world and that we're intelligent, whatever whatever it may be for you, that is such a wonderful thing to believe about yourself. What tends to happen, though, is that those limiting beliefs, right, Somebody told you, um, you know, they didn't like the color of your hair or you were too fat or, you know, you were never going to find someone who loved you. Whatever the, the narrative was, that one or two limiting beliefs tends to override all the goodness that we've been told. That, that negative will drive us because... Our brain wants this pattern of perfection. We want to believe that at all times everything is good. We want this homeostasis of emotion. So in today's work, in this weekend's work of, of NLP, it's really on changing the belief, a belief change. So, you know, you might think like, oh, yeah, my whole life I've thought, um, you know, I'm stuck in this situation, or uh, this one thing will never work out, or I'll never get the dream job that I want, or none of this work really matters anyways, or they'll never change, or whatever the statement is for you, right? We're all going to have many, many statements. And so what we want to do is, when that itty-bitty shitty committee is running in our brain, and we're doing that thing of like, oh, I'm just never going to get out, right? I'm never going to get out of the situation that I'm in, this job that I'm in, this financial pit that I'm in, right? Finding one way to combat that as a non-truth. Okay, so let's take, um, 
let's take a situation of uh, being stuck. I think that's one that a lot of people have. You know, they feel, especially right now in COVID, um, whether it's relationships or in jobs, um, people feel stuck. They feel like they cannot make a move because it's too scary to make a move in a time like this. So if we want to take that example of I don't know why I try so hard or I don't know why I continue to do this. Like, I'm just stuck here. We can further that conversation and not leave it on the negative note by adding things like for now and then continuing the conversation. So instead of I'm just going to be stuck here forever, the conversation becomes I recognize that right now I cannot leave this job, this relationship, this housing situation. But I know that in the future that is possible. And what I will need to do to make that possible is X, Y, or Z, right? Um, I Let's take the job, for example. I acknowledge that right now I am not willing to take ownership. I acknowledge that right now I am not willing to change employment because I am not willing to take the risk to change jobs right now. But I know that in the future, more opportunities lie ahead. So right now, I'm going to continue to gather the skills in this job. I'm going to continue to learn as much as I can so that I can take that into the next job. Have that more powerful, positive ownership approach to it, right? Let's take a relationship, for example. Um, whether you are in it right now because you can't go anywhere because it's COVID, whether you're in it right now because you just haven't had the conversation that you're out. <laughs> uh, maybe you're in it right now because there's children involved. Maybe you're in it because you don't really know what the first step is and that first step is kind of scary. Instead of saying, well, I've just been in this for so long that I guess I'm just in this. Or, um, I'm just stuck. I'm never going to get out. Like, this is just what it is. This is as good as it's going to get. Once you have, and this is an important part, once you have decided for yourself that you know your life would be better on the other side of this relationship, then you can use terms like, for right now, I am staying inside the context of this relationship for, let's say it's the purposes of um, finances, right? Don't, don't word it in your brain of, I don't have enough money to leave. That is, that is detrimental to your brain in so many ways. We could do a whole NLP uh, section on that. Let's do that. I'm going to write that down. We're going to do a whole NLP section on financial talk in our brain. Okay. So instead of saying, I, I can't do it. I can't do it on my own. I don't have the finances to do it on my own. Okay. Instead, the conversation is going to be for right now, I choose to stay in this aspect of a relationship for my financial fortitude and well-being and I know that in the future when I do x y and z 
that I will have the ability to be on the other side of this relationship and feel powerful about that choice. Okay, now that might mean that you have to wait until you come into an employment. You might have to wait until perhaps you can move in with family. You might have to wait until, you know, maybe it's big steps. You actually have to file for divorce and file for alimony and file for child support. Like, those are real steps I have had friends who have literally, (laughs) but she lives here um, in my town. She's a very good friend of mine. Um, She had to file for divorce from her husband living in the house with him. And was it super crazy for about three months? It sure was. It was a rough go those three months. Lots of tension, lots of fights, lots of arguments. And you know what? It lasted about three months. And then all the paperwork settled and all the dust settled. And, you know... He moved, she stayed with the kids, they worked out the financial situation, she's happier than she's ever been. But it's knowing that, yeah, sometimes you are going to have to go elbow deep in the mud for something that you want. So making sure that we're not cutting off our abilities for growth, you know, instead of, I'm always going to be stuck at this dead-end job, it is you know what, I'm at this job right now, and I'm going to learn the skills that I can learn. I'm going to use the finances from this job to build more skill sets. Maybe that's trade um, training. Maybe that is online schooling. Maybe that's completely shifting careers, right? But seeing it in a positive light, Right? Maybe you're thinking in, um, you know, a mindset of really feeling frustrated that, you know, this isn't working. Whatever this is, right? Whatever this is, this is not working. This is, you know, this is never going to work out. Whatever this is for you. Instead of saying that, look for something that combats that thought process. Because a lot of times when we're saying this isn't working, what we're saying is we're not getting our way right now. Like you don't have the reality that you want to have. But it doesn't mean it's not working, right? I am sure in that situation that you are becoming wiser, you are becoming stronger, you are becoming more confident, you are learning things about yourself, you are learning things about this environment, whatever this thing is for you, this entity that you're up against. So there are good things within there. But we always have to end on the positive. Wherever we land, that is what our brain programs. So if our sentence all day long to ourselves is, this is garbage, I'm stuck here, I'm never going to get out, Um, I'm always going to be in this job, I'm always going to be with this, um, I'm always going to be single, I'm always going to be with this garbage partner, whatever it is for you, right? The brain goes, oh, okay, that's our program for the day. Shit life. Cool. Programming. Shit life. Cool. And every time we run across a, you know, um, an experience that rubs that shit life 
neuro, um, neuro pathway, like, ah, oh, somebody called me, you know, somebody flipped me off while I was driving. Yep, shit life. Um, the date didn't go well. Still single. Yep, shit life. Uh, the dog gets cancer. Yep, shit life. Right? But if we are ending on the positive of, you know, I acknowledge that I am where I am now. It is okay to be here. I'm going to use what I can while I'm here to move forward. What, whatever your mantra is going to be. Then the brain looks for those things. So if you're constantly saying, you know, I'm working to become a more confident person and, you know, be out on my own. Then every time that you stand up for yourself in a conversation, your brain goes, yep, we're becoming more confident. Every time someone tries to talk down to you and you rebuttal them, the brain goes, yeah, we're more confident. Right? So it's rubbing up against those things. This is just how it works. Um, and then our brain sets off those celebration chemicals, which are very much the same chemicals as happy chemicals, which go, oh yeah, we really like this. This rocks. We were patterned with I succeed and I acknowledge, and what we're being hit with is I succeed and I acknowledge. But what happens on the other opposite end is if we run the storyline all day that it's a garbage life in a shit way, and we keep brushing up against these things that go, yep, 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 then it releases all those super unhappy chemicals. Then all of a sudden our serotonin is like out to lunch. Our dopamine's like ditched us completely. She's on a beach somewhere with a Mai Tai, definitely not with you. So it's really interesting. <laughs> it, it is the most deep science um, in this beautiful way that our brain works. And sometimes I think about neurolinguistics and the neuroscience behind it. It's like, wow, that is just so easy brain hacking. But I'll tell you, as a human being, it's real hard to do. Because we get that itty bitty shitty committee up in there. We get those, you know, rutted in uh, limiting beliefs. We get those people on our shoulder cackling about how they know more about us than we know about us. Nuh-uh. Back up take several seats. I know me. I know who I am. I know what I'm striving for. I know what I want. I have the vision in my brain. No one is experiencing this life the way that you are experiencing this life. Do not let anyone else's version of your life and what you are doing dictate how you spend this life. This is yours. Go take it. Go own it. Go look for the good. And I will see you guys tomorrow.